Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday morning. Hope everybody had a good night's rest and ready to hit the day running. And the day will be as good as you want it to be. If you wake up miserable, and your day will be miserable. If you wake up with a good attitude and just want to live it for the Lord, then it's going to be a far brighter and better day than uh, if you didn't. So uh, it's supposed to be a pretty day today. Yesterday was a rainy, nasty day, good for nothing but sleeping. But today, hopefully it'll be pretty and uh, you'll make it things much better. All right, who we got watching this morning? We got Amy Oaks Turner, Darlene Barker, Brandy Boyd Young. Darlene says prayers for grandchildren and grandpups traveling from Texas to Tennessee today, please. No, I refuse. <laughs> yes, Darlene, we'll definitely be praying. And Tracy Little, good morning. So appreciate you all tuning in. I love to give Darlene a hard time. She is a wonderful, sweet lady, but and uh, I love to love to aggravate her. Mike Yesley, appreciate you tuning in, my friend. Alrighty, let's go ahead and do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. So if you can stand and place your hand over your heart, do so. But if you cannot, no worries. Alright, here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Alrighty. Praise God. We can say those wonderful pledges each and every morning. So thank the Lord for that. All right, my friends, now it's time for uh, Mad Matt's news and comment. My friends, I tell you, I turn on the news, and uh, I think it uh, is counterintuitive to my blood pressure medication because when I watch it, it goes sky high. Every time I turn the news on, I get so angry, I can't see straight, and I want to throw the TV through the house. But uh, nevertheless, that or... or just the internet in general, just whatever I got in my hand, I like to throw. But the thing, the, the point I'm making is, you know, we have skyrocketing gas prices. You know, like what somebody had on uh, social media here the other day said, finally made it to middle class, and now with inflation, I'm not back down to lower class again. You know, uh, the potato in office could very easily, with a stroke of a pen, uh, put an end to these high gas prices uh, and uh, with all the. Uh, or the pipeline, or whatever it may be that can really help us in this crisis. But he wants to push his Green New Deal, so therefore he wants to make us suffer every way that he can. Then we have uh, the thousands upon thousands of migrants rushing the border because we're waiting for the end of Title 42, which has been extended. However, those who are crossing are, are being let loose and being allowed to be roaming free. Anyway, so it doesn't even matter. And then you have that nut job, Stacey Abrams, putting down Georgia. You got uh, the, <laughs> tell you what, she, there's not enough brain cells in there to light a, a Christmas, bug, a Christmas uh, bulb with Kamala Harris. I mean, I don't know if you all saw the latest uh, <laughs> talking about children. That woman is a idiot in the world she ever made it to the position she's at is beyond me i just it is mind-boggling 
Uh, I have seen uh, eighth graders give reports who have never opened a book who were more cognitive and made more sense than this lunatic ever does. But uh, still people advocating to push abortion, to kill babies, as it said, it's a, a health right to women. I, I don't I don't understand that. Killing a baby, what's that got to do with health rights? And it's just, it's just, it's insanity, man. It's what we're living in. It's pure insanity. And then you have State Farm pushing to uh, sell books or give books to, uh, about transgenders to five-year-old children. Five-year-old children at five years old, I knew nothing uh, of, of, of sexuality at all. That's the farthest thing from my mind. I, I want to do is go home and play with Star Wars toys. Then again, I'm 50 and I still want to play Star Wars toys. But, you know, you get my point. It's insanity, this grooming, uh, this indoctrination, this propaganda being pushed upon our children is nauseating, man. we got to start taking a stand and start pushing back. I, I'm just, I'm very, very just aggravated and sick of it. Hello, Jerry Keller, Terry Hutchinson. Appreciate you gentlemen for tuning in. All right, so enough of my news and comment. Let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. We're looking at Psalm 56.3. Now, I'm going to read... Uh, which you will see on the slide, but I, I, in my Bible, I'm going to go ahead and take it a step further and read verse 4 along with this. So let me go ahead and pull up the slide, and uh, here we go. Psalm uh, 56, 3, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you, verse 4, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? All right. As we dear old Pappy says, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. Hello, Kelly Jeanette Swift. You know, we look at this verse, uh, it's very applicable uh, to our lives today in, in every way possible. Because uh, when we see this verse, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. You know, just in my, uh, in Mad Matt's news and comment this morning, uh, we see a crescendo of uh, destruction, if you will, in our nation. As I said before, uh, they want power. It is a power grab. Uh, we are the peasants, the peons that they want to control. Uh, they want government to be their God. And this is what they're doing. They're trying to break down society. Again, going straight back to Sandlinski's uh, Rules for Radicals, they're wanting to tear down society, rebuild it in their uh, image or what they want, if you will. And so uh, that's what they, you know, they might as well just come out and say, hey, we're trying to destroy this country. I mean, you just might as well be truthful about it because that's exactly what they're trying to do. And as a result, uh, this creates an astronomical amount of fear, I think, among, among individuals. You know, now uh, I've read uh, yesterday they're saying that, they're, uh, that uh, COVID is back on the rise again. And now you have this uh, concern about monkeypox and uh, that they are uh, shutting down uh, or uh, uh, quarantining uh, different places uh, in the world uh, to, to prevent the spread. Uh, but it's very interesting. The reason why I kind of chuckled at that, not that that is about to be taken seriously, but um, uh, they, uh, the... Uh, the woke mob, uh, the uh, social justice warriors, if you will, uh, had a, 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 a horrible fit saying that it, this was homophobic. And you're thinking, how is monkeypox homophobic? Well, they're saying that it is spread primarily through uh, uh, homosexual and uh, bisexual sex. And uh, they're, so they're saying that, that uh, by saying that, that it is racially, uh, that how would they put it, um, uh, I don't know. Anyway, they're trying to say it's a race a disparagement and uh, a homophobic way to put that. So you know, uh, you know, don't trust the science. 
if that's how it is, but trust the science if it fits their agenda. <laughs> it just it, it shows the schizophrenia uh, of this the mindset of the liberal. But nonetheless, getting back to our scripture, you know, I think there's a lot of mounting fear. You know, the, the gas prices are at such a, a point, and they will increase. Uh, you know, they always go higher, particularly around Memorial Day, summertime anyway, uh, because of people traveling, which now I uh, sure will be cut way back because you can't afford the fuel to get to your destination. But some people have to choose between, hey, I either got to put food on the table or I pay for the fuel to get me to work. You know, uh, this is going to go uh, exponentially worse uh, before the end of summer even gets out. So you, so you have that fear of how am I going to put food on the table? You have the fear of, of you know, young mothers who cannot uh, get the formula they need to feed their children. We have growing mounting fears of our economy. The the, the Dow is, is plummeting like you wouldn't believe. Uh, inflation is at 14.9%, the highest it's ever been, highest under any other president. Uh, we you know we see we have these uh, illegals, we have terrorists crossing the border. So there, you can understand uh, the insurmounting uh, fear that is growing among so many people. But we have to recall, see David, when we see this verse here in Psalm 56.3, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. Because he was on the run from Saul at this time. And his life was at stake. And he was putting his confidence in Jesus Christ. That's why it's very important to remember the uh, part four. In God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? You know, God tells us that he does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. You know, if God is for us, who could be against us? What can man do to me? You know, uh, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We have nothing to fear. Fear comes from the devil. God gives us the peace. God gives us the strength. God gives us a power that can only come from him above. And that's what we have to draw on. That's what we have to depend on, that he will meet our needs according to his riches and glory. And so instead of putting, giving into fear, you know, going back to Philippians 4, 6, and 7, be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then what does it talk about right below that? It talks about concentrating on those things of, of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control. In fact, let's look at this over here just real quick. I, I didn't plan on actually talking about that, or I'd already had it uh, ready. But let's go ahead and look at some of the things. Instead of concentrating on fear, what does God's Word tell us to concentrate on instead? Let's get over here in 4. So, we, uh, so I just told you 5, 6, and I'm sorry, uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. But um, uh, verse 8, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, uh, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And that's why it's very important to understand verse 13, I can do all things through him who strengthened me. So instead of focusing on what you can't control, instead of focusing on fear, which is very easy to do, you know, so, you, know you look at fear, it comes in different ways. You know, we can look at fear of, of maybe what we don't have. You know, that goes back to Adam and Eve. You know, the fear of, of, of not uh, having something you think you're missing out on. You know, hey, you know, this, uh, we must partake of the knowledge of, of good and evil. But so, but we want to have the mind of God. We, we don't want to miss out on something. Uh, you know, if, if it... Um, 
that's what's so important about these young people. So I try to tell my daughter, you know, they think you know, I said, you know, as as you are as you gain the freedom as an adult comes in you know, a lot of temptation. Because the more freedom you have, the devil's going to be nipping at your heels that much more. Because he wants to make the things you shouldn't do enticing. He wants to make the things you shouldn't do fun. He wants to make things you shouldn't do in order to draw you in. But like that fish hook, as I was talking about the other day, you know, it has that bait on it. The, the fish thinks he's going to get a meal, but he's the one who ends up becoming the meal himself. Uh, you know, there's a deadly hook uh, within that. And so we have to understand that the devil wants you to think, have that fear of, of missing out on something. And uh, the fact is, as I was trying to tell her, you're on the outside looking in. You are on the inside, and you have what those in the world are wanting. They're looking for the peace. They're searching to deal with the pain. So that's why they're partying and, all these, and doing drugs and alcohol, because they're searching for the very thing you already have in Christ Jesus. My friends, is don't focus on the things you cannot control. Don't focus on the fear. You know, I know it's tough to try to put gas in your car. I know it's tough trying to put food on the table. Trust me, we can't go to the grocery store and buy uh, hardly anything. I mean, it's a couple hundred dollars. You know, my Brandy went to the grocery store the other day, spent $250, and I'm like, what in the world? It's like, what did you buy? You know, you know it's, just, it's crazy uh, the, the, how, how expensive everything is getting. And uh, so that's why we just want to put our faith in God. We've got to put our trust in God. Do not, do not allow fear to rule and control us and to realize who is in control. And just pray that God will meet those needs. And he will meet those needs. I know firsthand he will. Because there's so many times that I've been stressed out, worried, scared. How am I going to pay these bills? How am I going to take care of this situation? And every single time, God provided a way to take care of that. And for a great example is when Brandy was laid up. And, uh, uh, you know, we was trying to figure out how we was going to pay uh, bills and such, uh, where she was had that terrible wreck and she couldn't go to work. And uh, all of a sudden, we got a, a, a check in the mail out of the blue uh, for some, uh, apparently I'd had a, a loan with some company in the, I don't know, I don't even remember it, in a few years past. I mean, it seemed vaguely familiar when they talked about it. Apparently, there was some lawsuit and it just happened to be the amount of money we needed to cover expenses. I was in tears. I called my dad and said, you will not believe this. It's unbelievable. It just demonstrates how God works. So that's why we have to put our faith in him. Not allow our anxiety to be up here. Not allow our fear to be up here. But to allow the one who controls and who is in control, who is sovereign, to be up here. And to squash those fears and push those down. Because see, remember, the devil's here to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to rob you of your joy. He wants to rob you of your confidence. But we have to have our confidence in Christ Jesus. Not in ourselves. Not in our own abilities. And pray that God provide a way to uh, make sure those needs are met. So even though the world is spinning out of chaos, even though we got a potato running the country and a laughing hyena as his vice president and you don't have enough sense to pour pee out of a boot, uh, just remember, God is in control. Nothing is happening outside of his control. I do believe we're living in the end times. And that's nothing to fear. See, I think some people get scared about that. Oh, you know, hey, man, if your heart's right with Jesus Christ, that's all that matters. Man, there's some people, they just obsess about eschatology. They obsess with the end times. Man, let it go. If you know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, that's all that matters. That is all that is required. And if we live to see the rapture, how awesome is that? Man, I'm going to be speeding past y'all like Superman. You know, I can't wait to get up there. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not suicidal. I'm like, yeah, I'm just looking forward to, to seeing the face of Jesus and seeing loved ones and, and historical figures of the Bible. How wonderful that will be. But, uh, you know, so there's nothing to fear even in that. But 
so many things are going to have to transpire before Christ raptures us out. And realize that, okay? So things may get far worse before it gets better, but realize that these present sufferings are only temporary. Only temporary. Just like I told you all before, you know, as a kid, uh, we are anticipating uh, birthdays or Christmases. And as a kid, it's like it took forever. You know, it's like, you know, it's never going to be Christmas. I'm never going to get to my birthday. Just, you know, and then now that the older you get, birthday, Christmas, birthday, Christmas. It's just like you blink and it's there again, you know. But uh, so that's the way it is with us as Christians. We can't wait to enjoy the glories of God. It's like it's taking forever, but uh, that's because we're anticipating, we're excited about that. So don't fear death. Don't fear standing before God if your heart is right with Him. Now, if your heart is not right with Jesus Christ, if you not accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you should be scared. You should be afraid because you will be in judgment and you will spend an eternity in hell. But for those of us who know Jesus Christ, Man, we get to have that joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. We get to have the, the excitement of what is to come. And we need to have his strength to endure what we're going through today. So, don't, my friends, do not allow fear to rule you. Overcome that with Scripture. Overcome that with confidence in Jesus Christ, just as David did when he was running from Saul. He put his confidence and faith in, G, in God. We need to put our faith and confidence in God Almighty and Jesus Christ. Put our faith there. Then you will be complete. Then you will have that joy back, and then you will have a strength that's not your own, but of God. And no longer will you be on fear, but you will be focused on the love of Jesus Christ. And that, my friends, will get you through day to day. So focus on that today, and take each day as it comes. Don't worry about tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Just focus on today and how you can serve Jesus Christ and seek his plan out for you. All right, my friends, let us pray. And if our Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you so much for my brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching this morning. I pray that you lead God, which will protect them. Keep them safe and well as they're going out and coming in. Be with our children as they're going to school, work, or play. Let you watch over protect them. Lord, I just want to lift up uh, Darlene's family as they're traveling. That you'll put angels about them and that you'll bring them home safely without any problems or complications. And Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll be with all those that, uh, that was on social media or uh, prayer request at church, that you will be done in those situations and healing upon those who are sick and suffering. And Lord, just have, give us that confidence, give us that strength to endure this day. And Lord, let us serve you well and keep our eyes on you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, and remember to live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, my friends, and God bless.